the Hog Call Podcast. Here we go. Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call in your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. Listen to the Hog Call live at ipatio.com. The only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, razorback podcast created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five star rating on. Leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans to find the podcast more easily on iTunes. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support us financially at our Patreon page. Even $1 will go a long way in updating our equipment or provide server space to store episodes. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Call and leave a voicemail at 812-805-0110 or send an email to hogcallpodcast at gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? Hey, pretty good. Excellent. Yeah, I saw uh, <laughs> where it looks like Mizzou isn't going to be competing in any sort of uh, ball games next year. So, you know, they got uh, yeah. they got a few commitments up there that haven't signed on the dotted line yet. So hopefully we can steal some of them away and bring them down to Arkansas. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. They got they got coming to them on Missouri. Not one of my favorite schools. I know a bit funny. Uh, uh, a lot of things. So it's, I guess it's football, baseball, and softball, and everybody's kind of like, oh, I didn't even, you know, what is it? What, what kind of punishment is that for the baseball team? They don't ever make the tournament, anyways. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's, that's a pretty fair point. It's like, I didn't know they had a baseball team. Oh Good. yeah, I know. And then, like you were saying, uh, when we, when we were reading that article, you're like, man, they just threw this this uh, lady under the bus here, who's trying to help these guys get their get their grades and work with them and everything, and and trying to get them where they need to be. And then they're just like, oh, she's just out there doing all their work for them. And it seemed like they're really placing the blame. Yeah, and then she got a, I guess, a ten year show calls incident for an incident so she can't work for any university for uh 10 years Goodness. so they really yeah, I, hope, I hope somebody uh paid her off to take the blame uh because that's that's really unfair like i don't i just don't see any reason why she would do all that cheating just for herself you know a tutor she i mean she's not getting rich uh from that job you know um but yeah they just threw her under the bus and then you so got a 10 year like, ban that's crazy well, I mean, just think about it. I mean, she might have had a future in, like, uh, you know, academics or something like that mm-hmm. as far as, like, uh, working with uh, uh, programs, uh, sports programs. And there's whole teams of people that do that. And they, you know, they they uh, they they work hard to try to make sure that the students are able to pass their courses and so on and so forth. And 
they really do everything they can outside of the realm of cheating, at least we did at the University of Arkansas when I was there. And I know I took advantage of uh, <clears throat> those tutors. And they were always really good, really helpful. But uh, I can see very easily where, you know, you could push them just a little too hard and be like, hey, you know, do what you can do to help these these kids. You know, maybe you can do a little more here, do a little more there. Kind of like that Florida State ordeal that came out a while back where the, you know, professors were <clears throat> giving the players better grades and receiving tickets to the football games and so on and so forth. So, you know, it's a, it's a very, uh, it's, it's one of those jobs where you can easily cross the line and you can do it without even meaning to. So whenever you start getting corrupt, you know, it's real easy to cross it. Yeah. And this, this lady, I mean, working in an academic for an SEC school, you know, I mean, that can lead all the kind of being the lead of that, you know, kind of department. And, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the perks of, uh, especially nowadays, uh, you know, they're so busy with the, with the athletics. And then it's like, it's tough. I mean, I didn't even, you know, I know in college I was having tough, tough times getting everything, everything done. And I wasn't playing, you know, division one athletics. So, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you can see where it definitely, uh, you know, it could definitely be an issue. And, and, you know, I just thought it was, you know, interesting article when I saw it. I, I think it's, you know, good for Mizzou. You know, you, uh, you, 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 you got into a, uh, a conference that was a little over your head and, you know, you did everything you could do to try to win and, and you cheated a little bit there. And you got caught doing it just like Ole Miss and, uh, now you'll be back to average before too long, and we'll, then you know University of Arkansas will be a step above you, like we should be. So, yeah, yeah, should enjoy. Hope you all enjoy the. the I'm sure no Missouri fans are listening, but uh, they probably don't have any. They might be because they probably don't have any Missouri fan podcasts. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, they'll be right where they they belong. Hope they enjoyed their couple of years of uh, uh, average success. So. Yeah, so it's done and over and. It's time to move on, I guess. And how about that? Arkansas is going out there and winning some games. Losing one to a ranked team since we talked last. But, you know, I think for me, I mean, that was that was a close game. It was a game that we could have won. We should have won. And, uh, you know, we didn't. But, uh, you know, I, I don't mind dropping a ranked team and then, and then coming out and winning. Uh, against the unranked teams, it feels good to, to have a win streak going. Yeah, and especially because uh, you told me this, you know, after the game, Virginia was like, you know, this is a, or during that Texas Tech, so we lost 67-64. They're the number thirteenth team, and they were playing at home off a couple losses, so you knew we were going to get their best effort. And you kind of tell me, you know, it's a semblance of a good team. This is kind of the team, um, you know, we've been we kind of saw earlier in the season. Um, that team that. Lost Texas Tech by three. That they would have beat Florida. They would have finished off that LSU game at home, and wouldn't have lost a couple of those, uh, you know, with that effort. So that was good to see. Plus, we protected home court, one and two, you know, one on a, on a uh, two game SEC win streak. But I, I'm, I'm encouraged. Yeah, I am encouraged about the win streak. That's for sure. You know, and, and like I said, when you see that Texas Tech game, man, we played them so close, and it's just every game almost this year that we've lost it feels like man we've been so close and we, we almost turned the corner and so to me 
you know, I feel like we're headed in the right direction. You know, we're doing the things that we need to do uh, to be a winning program at the University of Arkansas. But, you know, it's 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 just going to take us a little... We're just a young team, and, and it just might take us this year to get, like, in sync and get to where we're overcoming those little uh, humps that we're having trouble with. Yeah, we need to talk about the young team, even... Um... Really, a lot of this. I mean, I, we both want us bad to go to the tournament, uh, get to the big dance. But I think a lot of the rest of the season is uh, kind of getting because the whole team's going to be intact. Maybe Gafford leaving for the NBA. But besides that, the whole team should be intact. So it's like pretty much you know finishing off the season, getting better, kind of every thing because you kind of um, okay, you're kind of seeing what uh, where this team is headed. Um, they're playing more as a team. And, even in that Texas Tech game, I mean, I'd love to have Gafford back next year, but even that Tech, well, he did go 7-7 seven seven that game, but when he was off the court, I know uh, when, you know, it was Chaney Bailey in there, Chaney Osaboyan in there, and, and we, we went on, that was when we went on a, a good run. I know in that first half, we were battled with back, we were supposed to start. I know Gafford got in foul trouble when he left, we went on a little run, so. Yeah, no, I, I agree, you know, and, you know, Gafford's definitely up, pulling up to points that he was putting up, you know, prior to uh, uh, SEC play or whatnot, but he, he's still getting out there and, and doing his part, but I, I'd like to see him, I'd like to see him score a little bit higher, uh, cons- a little bit more consistently. What Do you think that's a fair assessment? Or? Oh, sure, I think, I think he needs, um, we need to, get him more football attempts, and then when he has the ball, be a little bit stronger with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I mean? Um, and if he's got – he sees a double team coming, get it out of there quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know in this the Georgia game, he only got four attempts. It's, but he did go have seven free throws, so he got to the free throw line. Um, uh, but, yeah, he needs he needs to get the ball more and then take advantage of it. Um, for, I was looking at that Texas Tech, man, they shot 51% from the floor. You know, they were making a lot of these shots – just, you know, they probably don't make every game and a lot of tough, you know, like 15, 16 footers, a lot of tough shots. Just, uh, um, I know they don't shoot that high percentage every game, especially from three. I know we talked about that Culver and he was 15 points, but he had four threes and then that Moran, uh, led the team. I mean, he, he killed us with three throws and three pointers, but mm-hmm. yeah, but I, I mean, talking about Gafford, I, I mean, I think. He's to score a little bit more. He's got to be tougher on rebounds. I know when we talked about that, we get to talk about that Georgia game. I know I was, uh, I don't know, actually the last two games, Texas Tech and Georgia, he's only had five rebounds in each of them. He's got he's to get back into double digits. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think, you know, getting getting him uh, getting him where he needs to be is going to help us out. You know, Isaiah Joe shooting five points, that's, that's just – you know he's got to do better than that. He, he's got to pull his weight a little bit more. He, he you know, we need a three-point shooter. It's going to put some points up, you know. And uh, he's our guy. He was doing it earlier in the year, and we're seeing flashes uh, in these last uh, few games, but no consistency there, and that's really disappointing to me. Yeah, I know. Uh, Coach Henderson said, I guess the Texas Tech game and the Georgia game. I guess I don't. I don't think Isaiah Joe had the flu, but he definitely said he was. You know, with his own, that's some kind of virus or under the weather. Anderson didn't seem acted like his like, oh, he should have touched it out a little bit more. But as kind of a freshman, maybe, you know, he was, you know, kind of um, letting it get to him a little bit more. That's kind of why the last two, because before that, the three games 
before he was getting six, seven, eight, three pointers. Um, but I know I heard the list of the press conference by Anderson previewing the LSU game uh, for tomorrow. He said he should be, you know, 100%, so that'd be nice. But uh, he's got, you know, he'll learn after being a freshman, you know, kind of tough out that. Sickness. But mm. maybe that was some of it played part into these last two really uh, low efforts. Yeah, effort. yeah. No, I, t- I totally agree with that, you know. And it's just, you know, it's, it's all about, you know, how they move forward, you know, like Cheney's look so good. Oisa Bowen's look so good. Uh, you know, and we see uh, Desi Seals have these flashes, uh, you know, and it's just like you see so much, I don't know, I guess I guess uh, the word I'm looking for is uh, it's, it's, it's like you see a lot of, what am I trying to say? You see, you see a lot of, you know, hopefulness for the future. You see, you see a lot of these flashes where you think, oh, you know, these these guys are going to be great, and then, you know, they don't do it the next game. It's, you know, and I guess that goes back to consistency or whatnot. But it's really, you know, it's really really weird. Yeah, and I think Seals and uh, Embry Simpson are two guys that kind of because they're both guards, freshmen, true freshman guards coming off the bench. They're both kind of. Kind of look at the Texas Tech game. They combined for 34 minutes each, combined for one out of six and 0 for four from threes, uh, four out of uh, five from uh, free throws. But they're in there, they're playing tough, and they're getting the, the offense is uh, getting them open shots. They're getting good looks. Mm-hmm. They just haven't been knocking them down. And same way in Georgia, uh, those two, uh, you know, they combined for uh, 34. Uh, minutes uh, again in that one, but then they combine for one out of ten from field goal, one out of seven from three point range, and they're getting good shots. They're getting in the game, and gotta have those guys uh, kind of, you know, that's what you want as a high school player coming in, in your first year in college is getting the chance. So they're getting the chance. They've, they've got to know starting tomorrow against LSU. They've got to start making the most out of it, really helping us knock down. You know, they've done it, and they've done it before. Each of them's had big games even this and see where they've not been on those shots so we got a lot, a lot I really like them I like the I've got a lot of hope for those uh, those two guys yeah I, I can totally agree with that I'm right there with you I think they're they got a bright future ahead of them for sure and I hope that it starts sooner than later yeah it can't be out of the way until the last couple games in conference mm-hmm. um, and they've got the skills to that's why I mean they're they're you can see the talent there. Um, they're not one and done players going to the NBA. They're guys that's going to hang out, mm-hmm. and they can get better. You know, and they look. They both like to. You can tell on some of those. Uh, they like to get out and run. Like to play that. They like to get it in your face. When we these last two games, uh, you know, we've been forcing a big, big amount of turnovers. I know um, Texas Tech. I mean, they they turned it over twenty one times. A lot. That's. Two, probably twice as much as they normally do. And in Georgia, we mm-hmm. turned them over 16 oh, times. That Georgia and, uh, game, it just felt like there were more turnovers than oh, yeah. the other games. I mean, it seemed like every time I looked up, somebody was stealing ball or they were, you know, kicking it out of bounds or whatever, you know. So there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of turnovers in that game, and that, that was a fun game to watch. Even though it was a low-scoring game, it was a fun game to watch. Oh, yeah. Some of these teams, I mean, they're just um, 
kind of they're playing to you know we forced shot clock violations they're really playing to the end of the I think our defense um, our rotations have been better on defense the communication mm-hmm. kind of we talked about in the last one though, just kind of getting used to it as a team and that really uh, um, you know besides that I mean if we would have rebounded the ball better against Georgia you know it probably should have been it might have been 80 to 50 something, you know what I mean mm-hmm. I mean besides that I mean that was really some of their best um Chance. I know their big guy was terrible from the free throw line, but you know what? I'm not feeling anybody. I'm not feeling bad for anybody for being terrible in free throws. We've no, we've we've had our share of that. That's so that's no excuse. We've done that already. So <laughs> absolutely. So, I mean, do we? Do you want to do? Have we? Did we break down this game, or did we the Texas Tech game, or do we need to get more in depth in it? Or? Well, I mean. No, I guess um, like kind of Joe and some of those younger guards kind of slow today. Gafford was seven out of seven, five mm-hmm. rebounds. Um, Cheney was really efficient minutes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, didn't play enough in my opinion. I don't, I don't know what was up with that. Actually, he was he's getting in foul trouble. But really, they had two guys that were scoring, or three guys that were in double digits, and everybody else kind of shut them down. I thought they made some, like I said kind of earlier, they made some shots they don't normally make. Mm-hmm. Um, we we out rebounded them, um, and that's a Texas Tech's tough team. So that was really positive. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a you know we were down three and we we kicked you know um, a weird play that you don't see too much. It's like cat you know a ball that was you know went off our player shoe and that was it. You know, or we would have had a you know shot for a game time. But yeah, that was that's kind of crazy. Back that, that's the kind of stuff that is so frustrating with the Razorbacks. You see that kind of stuff constantly, and yeah. it hasn't been as bad this year as it has in past years. But goodness, it is frustrating when you see these, you know, the ball off of a shoe or you know a pass that was you know not seen and thrown out of bounds and just and silly stuff, you know. And especially because we had battled back in the first half, another slow start, battled back to take. You know, we had the last second. The first half, the last second, three. Mm-hmm. In the second half, you know, they got Texas Tech got hot, got up double digits, and we battled them and just kept chipping away, just mm-hmm. not giving up. Um, yeah, and it looked like we were going to, you know, stay ahead, and then went into then we went into another one of those, you know, droughts again where we just couldn't yeah. make anything happen. And we're ready for them. Just I mean, just knocking any free throw at the end of the game they had, they were knocking down. And then once that kind of see, we were four out of 19, 21% from the three point range. You just give me one, just one more three. That's not mm-hmm. too much to ask. Two more threes, just shoot 30%. Mm-hmm. You know, when we would have, you know, would have won that game. But I, I thought that was one of, out of our 12 and 8, eight losses, that's definitely one of the least, you know, losses I'm that, that really encouraged me to think they're not, they're not scared to go on the road and play. So. Yeah, I mean, that was a tough game. They played them hard, almost won that game. I mean, it's been the story this season, right? We played them hard, and we almost won it. Only <laughs> only lost by a couple. But, you know, at some point, you know, I just have a feeling they're going to get it together. Instead of losing by a couple, they're going to win by a couple, you know. At some oh, yeah. point, the, the, the chips got to start falling your direction. And they and that usually happens. I know in the last few years, and Anderson under Anderson, in close games we've been, we've won more than we've lost. Mm-hmm. For some reason this year it's just been a little different. Uh, whatever kind of happened, but I think as these guys kind of grow, you know, it's their 
uh, you know, the last month, the last month and a half, I think I think we're kind of going to see that. Yeah, and if you watch Anderson's reaction too on these games that we've lost, those close games at the end of the games, and we've made or we've done something stupid, and we've lost the game basically, right? Mm-hmm. Every single time you see his reaction, he just shakes his head and he sits down, and he's just like, you know, that was it, that did us in. Like he knows it, you know, and oh, yeah. the, he so you know he knows what's what's going on. He's he's trying to fix it. It's not like it's a perpetual issue that's that's not being uh worked on i don't feel like so i mean i just don't think it's a coaching uh situation where i'm saying all these coaches are horrible blah 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 i think if you look at what anderson's done with such a young team i think that's a testament to how good of a coach he really is and you know you just got to give a good coach time and you got to let them you got to let them keep coaching and eventually they're going to they're going to win uh, a championship, and when that happens, it's going to be easier to recruit. It's going to be easier to win more and more. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Uh, kind of like you said, it's kind of emotion at the end of the games when he knows because he knows how hard they fought. You know, mm-hmm. he feels. You know, nobody feels worse for the players than him. You know, and nobody wants to win more those games and those right there and the effort they've given and put it all. You know, he's out there coaching hard. They're playing hard. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of something out of 300 something teams I mean we're the top you know you know we're one of the youngest out of all those teams so it's it's a oh yeah getting, you know but there's there's some but uh, winning two out of three you know two game SEC win streak yes against Missouri and Georgia not the best teams but still that puts us where we're not it's not like we're we're in the cellar of the SEC that puts us we're tied for eighth in the SEC so we're kind of climbing the ladder three and four um so there's no no reason why we can't win some more and kind of keep climbing, you know. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Well, but uh, uh oh, sorry. Well, go. No, I was just about to say, so Georgia, uh, real real quick. Um, so unless you had anything else on Texas. Tech, no, I no, I was thinking it was time to move forward too. So we're on the same page. Sweet. Uh, so the big, um, you know, one about seventy to sixty. Um, another slow start. Mm-hmm. Again, um, you know, it was twelve to two, and from that point on, we outscored number twenty. But uh, Mason Jones was huge in this game. Eight out of fourteen. If it wasn't for Mason Jones, we wouldn't have won that game. That's how yeah. huge he was. Like he was, yeah. it was fun to watch him in this game, pulling up for threes and and all sorts of things. You know, driving to the yeah. basket, just having fun out there, taking advantage of another team. Yeah, that was really. I mean, that's what I think. Kind of. Um, sometimes we get in kind of a scoring drought. He'll uh, kind of dribble around, and mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's pretty much him and Joe that her three point shooters were missing one or two. You know, missing another good shooter um, to help the team. But you know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's forced to give it to him. But in this game, he took it to the basket. He's a good free throw shooter. Made his free throws. Made the layups. Um, and then, then once he kind of got in rhythm with those, then he then he switched a couple. Um, real quick three so we really got in a rhythm mm-hmm. and without him yeah we might have lost this game but he really kind of pulled it together and you know was a score i mean really mm-hmm. just he was, like you said he was fun to watch i like driving to the basket being aggressive and um yeah i hope he, I hope he keeps it up because we really need him i mean i want to see gafford games. go to the nba and i want to see him be successful but 
those are the types of numbers that Mason Jones put up, Gafford should be putting up on a more regular basis. And that's one of the things that it's like, all right, he's good. He can stretch the court running, everything else, but I don't know how good of a player he's going to be in the NBA because he's not able to score. Maybe he should hang around for another year, you know? Yeah, because he's, he's gotten, you know, uh, better, you know, more attention's been on him, but it seems like he could, you can tell he's kind of been shooting uh, more jump shots this year instead of last year, pretty much just dunks, you know, kind of. Uh-huh. Uh, but but uh, he's had a couple good post moves, but he can work on a lot more. He needs, to me, to me, this is how they used to sell everybody was. I mean, I know a lot of people go back, and that's Hawk fans. We can't help but go back to players like Corliss. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he was three years. I know that was a rule at the time, but there was, I mean, that's what made kind of those guys kind of ready. I mean, one more year of uh, kind of getting the white room strength in those legs and not, you know, not get pushed around by the kind of, I mean, we were just embarrassing some of those. Um, and it wasn't just Gafford, it's the other forwards too, but how, how they were just rebounding, just now rebounding just 56 to 32. I oh, mean, yeah. that's just at, at some of our games, and it's not like, wow, we're that bad at rebound team because we, like the other day, we out rebounded Texas Tech the game before. Mm-hmm. So it's just like some of those things you're just like, man, I mean, I don't see a lot of reason. Everybody thought it was just a foregone conclusion he was gone, but I mean, another year would do good. And then you got Isaiah Jones. It's in there, or Isaiah Joe. It's in there, and he's only putting up three points in twenty-one minutes. I mean, that's unacceptable. Honestly, you know, I mean, he's a better player than that. The uh, Seals coming in for eighteen minutes, putting up three points. He's a better player than that. You know, we just got to get more production out of some of these, out of some of these guys that that you know they're they're, I guess they're bench guys. I guess you know they're coming. I mean, Joe's not, but you know what I'm saying. They're not considered elites right now, but they need to be working themselves into that elite, you know, discussion. And some of these games, it's like, if you can come out against Texas, you can come out against these other teams that are tougher teams and and nail down these three-point shots left and right super easy, and then you can't come out against Georgia, which is an easier team to play, that's not guarding you as hard on the... the, uh, you know, in the field, and you can't hit your shots. I mean, to me, that didn't, that just don't make sense. I don't understand, you know, why that is. I guess, yeah, I guess he's just not in the zone or whatever it is. Well, what do you think about that? I mean, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't feel like they're double teaming him out there or anything. Or no, it's just been. I mean, I think this has kind of been a kind of uh, um, we're not as good as shooting just here lately. This is another game like Texas. Tech. 21% for three. This one we shot 23.8% three, five out of 21. Usually in Butter Fulton, you know, that's good for over a pretty good percentage, but, you know, Joe was one for three. Um, Stills was one out of four. Henry Simpson, 0 for three. And he got O's to boy, and he did this against Texas Tech. He goes one for two. I think he had our first three point. I mean, he's, a, he's not supposed to be, you know, relying on him to shoot the best percentage from three. These guys got it like they're going to give it to us. They're going to. They're going to put guy, extra guys down in the uh, paint guard against Gafford and mm-hmm. uh, Cheney. Um, these guys have got to knock it down, or we're just going to end up, you know, we're going to end up being, you know, sixteen and twelve at the end of the season, or you know, whatever. Instead of instead of these guys just shoot a decent percentage, just hit hit a lot of these shots when they're giving it to us, especially from three, and then we'll, you know, we can get to, 
win 20 games and have a, have a shot at least in NIT or NCAA. But, yeah, I totally agree, Chad. We and you touched on this earlier, Gaffrey's. too, but I don't think Gafford's playing as hard as he, as he has in the past down low. I think down low, he's played harder in the past. He's, he's you know, went for more dunks, and he has uh, just had a, a better, you know, a better game down low than what he's playing right now. It feels like he's playing softer uh, than he has, you know? Yeah, just, man, because he's got the t- It just feels like in some of these games he has played better. It's just... I mean, he goes three out of four and missed one shot, hits his first throws with the five rebounds. He just got, I don't know what it is, three games. Only got, we only had four turnovers in the game. He had three of them. He did have four blocks with Ross. Um, of course, Jay outdid him with five blocks. Mm-hmm. We had 14 blocks of the, kind of looking at that. 14 blocks is a team. I think that was our, our, our uh, Arkansas SEC record for most blocks in the game. So that was really good to see. But and I like, love great defense. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a he's better he defensive player. But, I mean, I'm talking offensively. I'd like to see him, you know, get the ball down low, throw some elbows, do what he's got to do to clear out some space, and then go up with it to the basket and put it, you know, put it in there instead of, like, I don't know. It feels like he's, like, trying to finesse it almost instead of just powerhouse. Well, and, and he's big go. enough he, he can just – he can just dominate if he wants to. He's he got leads, that size. He leads the SEC in dunks. So it's not like he'll, he'll do it. But you think, it's like, man, he just throw it in there. That's just, just get, um, but like I think he, like you said, he needs more strength in his legs where he can get really get in position and uh, just be strong with him. Just dunk. They're either going to foul you or you're going to dunk on him. Mm-hmm. He might dunk on and get the foul. But yeah, I mean, he's a great player, but that's, I'm sure he knows. He's got to know. It's not like it's a, like, he thinks he's the perfect player. I hope not. Yeah, just, well, I'm we sure. We believe in him. We're saying we believe in him. They should score. We score 20-something points a game and 10 rebounds, you know. And we need him to the rest yeah, of the year. Yeah, we do. We just we just need him to put up, you know. you know. I mean, the rebounds were okay for me in this game. I understand he didn't work the boards as hard as he normally has. And I understand your frustration there. I mean, I definitely want to see him working the board, working the boards harder. But in this game, it felt like everybody was, you know, getting a chance to get up and get a rebound. There was a lot of good rebounding. So being that it was so spread out, he didn't have to rebound as much. I didn't feel like. And you know, we got a ton of ton of overs, like you talked about before in this game. But it just feels like to me. He's got to get up there. He's got to go to the basket. And like you said, if he takes a foul, whatever it is, he's got to try to get it in there and just and just just be meaner, I guess. You know, just some more mailman, some more Carl Malone attitude. Oh, yeah. I, I totally agree. I mean, he can, can do it, too. I mean. <laughs> and I believe in him. Like you said, I believe in him 100%. I think he can do it. I've seen him do it. I know I know, I know. know he can do it. Uh, just, just more think, consistent do it. I think like, it's what you were talking about earlier where, you know, how well I'm going to shoot some more, you know, two-pointers and pull-ups and show the, you know, show the scouts my finesse. But I think, yeah, I think they, any NBA scout that's been watching them all year, they know what his main thing right the NBA is because he can run the floor and he's athletic. It's not mm-hmm. because he's gonna. They probably don't, don't. They're not gonna look at him like, oh, you know, we need him to uh, shoot jump shots. That's for other big men. All right, mm-hmm. just focus. Just focus. Just be, be mean down there. 
just I mean, you're from South Arkansas. You know, Dan, show it, you know. Take and that, he take can that stretch out. the floor. Did you see when he caught that guy in that Georgia game and ran to the other end? And mm-hmm. I mean, that was a that was a heck of a – that would have been a heck of a play for anybody. You know, that was a heck of an athletic play, especially for a big guy. Oh, yeah. And there's also – I mean, we can find um, um, – could we – because we're going to talk about LSU, you know, next we're playing tomorrow. In that game, he scored 30, 32 points. You know, he was 14 out of 19. We were finding mm-hmm. the ball. And that LSU's got big, big guys, too. Huge guys. You mm-hmm. know, for how, how did that work for Alley Hoop and he's dunking all over the place? Like, that, you look at that, it's like, well, there's no reason why he can't score 30 points ever again. So, maybe he'll start again and get back into it. But, yeah, four shots ain't enough for him. So, it's kind of a combination of everything. Like, you got to get him more touches. And then when he's got it, take advantage. Yeah, and he's got to have some help. I mean, you know, Isaiah Joe's got to give him some help. And I know I keep saying this. Desi Seals got to give him some help. You know, they they got to help out these big guys down low because it's going to be hard for them to keep keep doing what they're doing. Like you said, if we're not giving them any help with in a three point range, you know. So yeah, it starts like you said. It starts from there because once they they key on Isaiah Joe, uh, they don't want him to be open. But but when seals like the other day he had a couple wide open threes, you know, knock them down, you know, knock them down when you got them, then they'll they won't you know they won't play off you so much. Therefore, they won't be you know kind of packed in the paint closer. And so it all kind of comes back to it's nothing we can't do. You know, what I mean, it's just we gotta it's gotta happen. And we're doing good with trapping. We're going to mm-hmm. do it with uh, playing a fast game. We're going to do, we're doing good with stealing the ball. Like there's a lot of things that we're doing really good. Rebounds are good. Like defense is great. Block shots. You know some goaltending. I mean I'm really I'm really into the defense. Yeah, I mean because Jordan held them to 29 percent. Green team. That's that's a great 1965. I mean that's a great uh, percentage. We just got. Uh, she's a little bit better, especially at home. But yeah, I mean, we're definitely—I mean, it's not like we're getting worse, but definitely getting better as a team. So, oh yeah, I'm, I agree. I'm, I'm still so they've showed us. I think uh, you know, me and both kind of works. I mean, still keeping us keeping us alive. This basketball season is not over. I mean, we got a lot of work to do, but there's a lot of chances ahead. How about so, Bailey trying to contribute though? You got to give him a thumbs up. I mean, he's yeah, he's absolutely. playing hard and he's trying to prove himself. And he and and he is, I feel like, responding to the competition uh, that he's getting from, uh, you know, Osaboyan. Yeah, or uh, Cheney. I mean, Cheney. I don't yeah, know both, why I said both them. They both. No, they both. They both uh, played. Um, play that uh, kind of power forward position when Patrick's out both kind of play, you know, center and power forward. But, mm-hmm. yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the first SEC games, I know everybody, was, I mean, he was down on himself. Uh, every, you know, everybody, was, their fans were down on him. First, I mean, he just wasn't contributing. But here lately, like, this past game, I mean, four out of seven, you know, eight points. I mean, I'd love to get eight points from him would be, would be great. And one of those was a missed dunk, so he should have had ten. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought he'd really been playing hard and kind of figuring out, hey, hey I should drive to the basket. You know? mm-hmm. I should, once I get a little low, they're going to get a little gap because they're kind of playing closer to Gafford or um, someone else so I can drive him because he's really athletic. I mean, you know, six 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 seven, athletic guy. So uh, maybe he's figuring out, okay, I can do this, getting his confidence back. And, you know, we need him to keep going like that. Oh, yeah. 
and I think I think he's going to produce. I, I'm really enjoying how he's responding to the, you know, to the competition. Um, do we have anybody else to talk about? Uh, we kind of spread it around, but I thought we. I, I mean, Simpson did didn't score any points. We got some. No, he's got. A, yeah, we kind of talked about him earlier. About he's got. A, he did have a couple of rebounds from the guard spot, but he's got. A, he's got knocked down. He's got to help everybody. In. Said already Cheney. I mean, five blocks, six rebounds, six points, mm-hmm. uh, two assists from that power four position. Um, you know, Jalen Harris played. You know, he. Uh, you know, he's really getting in there. He's got a couple of blocks even from the point guard, but he's got. A, he's got to work on. His uh, if he could shoot the ball, game. yeah, if he could shoot the ball even better, you know, hit knock down his free throws, if he could shoot the ball even better, I mean, the team could really come together. Mm-hmm. And this is uh, I don't know, going back to the kind of what I look for for this week, we were talking about Texas Tech and Georgia. We outscored them, outscored both teams in the paint. Our fast break points were pretty nice. Um, so yeah, that's about all I had had on that game but uh, good good to have a win good good to be able to talk about a win second strike we've, we've been at least talked about one so oh yeah and a nice win you know 10 point win so that's always yeah. good oh it's nice not going down to the buzzer i mean you know there are some lead changes and ties but kind of i think kind of some kind of similar to that missouri game where by the end we kind of um you know kind of pulled away with it made the shots and took care of the ball and hit our free throws yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Well, I guess um, if you don't have anything left on Georgia, I guess we can kind of uh, preview our next couple of opponents here. Yeah, let me double check. So, so we got LSU next, right? Yeah, I got LSU uh, tomorrow, Saturday night, there in Baton Rouge at 5 o'clock. Let's see what the – hold on a second. Let me see. Oh, what's the wrong one? Yeah, so All right, we'll were, just I keep, mean, yeah, talk, talk yeah. about them real quick. I'm going to try to look oh, up yeah, the so uh, spread. Lost. Sorry. No, you're good. Well, that was a game we battled back. We were down double digits, battled back, forced overtime. Um, I thought we had the momentum to win overtime, uh, but we didn't. Uh, anybody wants to go back to that podcast and listen to that one, kind of talk about that one. Um, they can, but kind of some of the games, since they, have, they didn't lose one game in January, so I think they're on a ten-game winning streak. Uh, be a great time to knock them off tomorrow. Um, so after they played us, they beat Ole Miss at Ole Miss by fourteen, beat South Carolina by twenty-two, beat Georgia by ten, um, kind of like we did. Um, uh, Missouri blew a big lead against them at Missouri, and LSU ended up winning that in overtime, and then they beat A and M just uh, the other day by fifteen. Um, so they're on a win streak, um, but it's got a they're, they're a solid team, but they shouldn't be they should be you know seven and zero, eight no good in conference. I don't think. I think um, and they're also their, their next three games after us are all uh, three straight ranked opponents: Mississippi State, Auburn, Kentucky. So maybe we can catch them kind of looking ahead of us, um, and maybe we're you know we got that motivation to uh, um, you know still win there since they they beat us. Maybe they'll need to go down there and uh, split with them for the season. I'd be really happy with that. Yeah, I would too. That'd be really good. 
Um, well, I guess they don't got the spread. Uh, I was looking there. They got the uh, live basketball betting going right now, but they don't have the spread for any of the other games, hmm. which is kind of weird. It's the first, uh, first week I've seen that, but it's kind of yeah. neat. You can go right there on my bookie, and you can bet on the uh, live games right now. So that makes the game more fun if you're sitting there not doing anything. Go ahead and use oh. promo code Hall Call. Go to uh, my bookie. Sign yourself up. You uh, deposit $50. They're going to match that. So you're going to get $100 to bet with. Or if you deposit $1,000, they'll match that and give you uh, 2000 to bet with. So that goes all the way up to $1,000. Use promo code Hall Call. And have fun on some of that live basketball betting on my bookie. Oh, yeah, please do. And I, I imagine LSU is going to be nine, ten points favorite. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, if we kind of talk you into your previous LSU, if we kind of talk you into maybe a chance, which they do. Go to my fucking man. You could, you could, you could uh, win you a little wing and pizza and beer money for the Super Bowl. You come out big. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, shoot, yeah. And let us know if y'all do, you know. Somebody like just let us. Just somebody go and put $50 in, right? Mm-hmm. Get that 100 and just let it all ride on Arkansas for this LSU game. Let's see how it works out. Wow. So LSU's definitely a mid If you had that much, you could probably make it pretty good. Pretty good sum. That's not bad. That'd be <laughs> fun. That'd make the game yeah, fun, man. I tell you. Man. Especially being a ranked team. Team that already beat us one time. Mm-hmm. I bet you, I bet you they're coming gunning for this team. If I was, you know, if I was a, a Razorback basketball player, I'd be wanting to really win this one. So, yeah, to me, because we kind of get. I mean, that was right there with them. You know, at home, mm-hmm. uh, no, we don't like to lose at home. So it's always, you know, if it fell shoot, it seemed like the last few years. Uh, um, I guess we've kind of been playing them two times a year there since we've done the SEC. But here lately, it seems like even when they beat us in Fayetteville, we'd, we'll go down to Baton Rouge and win. So that's kind of what's uh, we've had some bad losses to them at home. So mm-hmm. but we've gone down there, beat them. So it's, uh, it's time to do that. Yeah. yeah I think. You know. um, LSU's got a lot of weapons. Kind of. We saw the last time, uh, really, there, man, that Nas Reed guy, that uh, 6'11", big guy number 00, he has not had, from what I've kind of kept up with him, has not had such a, but I guess he had 27 points, 10 out of 12, and then he had 4 out of 4 three-pointers. When I've looked at other his other games here lately, he's been like 0 for 1, uh, 1 for 5 from three-pointer, but, man, that was some bad luck, him just hitting. I mean, it's for somebody that huge to hit four out of four three-pointers. But it was yeah. pretty much him. Uh, Tremont Waters was real solid point guard. It's mm-hmm. amazing. And Taylor, Marlon Taylor, who was really big in that game. Um, there's no there's no reason why we can't uh, can't compete. Gafford had 32 points in the Indian game. Jones had 22. Chaney had a big 12, 12 points effort. So I, I, I – Kind of going off with that's kind of what's been happening. If we get Gafford, Jones, and Cheney to play like they did in that game, and then have somebody like Seals, Embry Simpson, Isaiah Joe only had five points in that game. If they step up, um, we can win this. We can go down there and win. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And, uh, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, 
This is just like I said before the last LSU game. They've still only played Florida State and Houston. They really haven't played anybody else that's, you know, that impressive that they've, you know, beat or whatnot. So, I mean, do you disagree with that? I mean, I mean, they, no, I mean, they beat Alabama, the, you know, Georgia, South Carolina. None of the, they haven't played anybody that's good except for Houston like, and Florida State. No, I mean, like after and they lost both was, of those games. Yeah, besides um, after us, that's why. So they're playing three straight ranked teams. Uh, two of them on the road: Mississippi State, Auburn, and Kentucky. So, mm-hmm. and then they play, and then they play Georgia, and then they play Florida, Tennessee, and then kind of so they'll they'll this next month. I could I put some uh, good mind bookie money that they're not going to go uh, February on the field like they did in January. And why not start off February uh, downfall? Um, by losing us. Yeah, no, I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to lose to us tomorrow, and I'll tell you why. Because I wasn't impressed with them the last game we played. We played them close. We almost beat them. I think we'll have their number this time. I think we have experience playing them. We know how they play. We know their movements. They're not going to be as intimidating as they were the last time we had to play them and so on and so forth because we're already going to have experience with them. And hopefully we're not gonna have that slow start, and we'll just we'll just cruise on through this thing, you know. Yeah, I think you said it right there. Um, we can't can't have a slow start. I said that a week. Two slow starts, um, but I mean, I, I feel pretty good, guys. If it's if we're not if we don't get down, you know, fourteen to three to start off the game or something like that, you know, if we kind of play with them or, or if we get hot. Mm-hmm. Look for us to continue that. You know, if we just start out of the gates, and it's going like to happen. There's no reason why it should keep happening. We're having to start. We're better than this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got to, you know, kind of, you know, in that game, kind of look back on the game we played, and we forced them to 19 turnovers that game. We had nine steals. Cheney had four. Yeah. So it's it's like that's not it's a team that we can do that again to. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's and that's kind of that's all against our run to turn them over, get fast break points. And, um, I guess for, it's kind of a quick thing, but I was sitting there the last couple of games just watching us turn the turn turn these teams over. I'm like, how can anybody uh-huh. not like the style Anderson wants to play? God bless him. The rules have changed where they call more fouls, ticky tack fouls these days. Good. Mm-hmm. God bless Anderson for wanting to play that aggressive style. You know what I mean? Oh, I think it's like you got to play. I think you got to it, Arkansas. You got to be an aggressive team. You got the refs gunning after you. You know, you got other teams the sec don't like you too much you know you got to be an aggressive school absolutely so i think i think we just play that way again go down and pull upset or i don't know if they're gonna mm-hmm. um, kind of i bet they think oh, we beat them at home you know but well we still came out win. so we i think we're to... a better away team than we are a home team so I, I like that we're going to an away game. I think it's going to be helpful for us to win. They, I, I don't know if it's that they get their feelings hurt because the, the stands aren't packed at, at the Walton Arena or what it is this year, but they I, I feel like they're a better away team than a home team. Yeah, a lot of these, I mean, besides pretty much maybe the, the Ole Miss game, I mean, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. these games we have been on the road and really kind of came together and uh, – you can tell it's, it's weird, but I'll, I'll take it if that means winning, winning four road games this year. Um, mm-hmm. I think we've kind of 
I went to Dallas going undefeated the rest of the way at home just because we don't usually lose more than we have already at home. So it's not come together for uh, – uh, yes, I'm a homer. We said that from the very first podcast of football season. But, hey, what's not there to believe in? We're playing better. Uh, we always get better this time of year. So what's not to think we can't start it tomorrow? Yeah, We're still in the hunt for the big dance. I mean, it's a good year. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. They're keeping on I mean, until we just, you know, and uh, until we just keep, you know, it's too late in the year and it's where, you know, we'll tell you when that happens. That one crap, all we got to run. The only way we get in is to win the SEC tournament, but then we'll still keep. I mean, yeah, I mean, we, we could, you know, there's been other crazier things happen than a team roll into the SEC that ain't supposed to win the tournament and go all the way, and, you know. And we're going to be good enough to where we, we get that, um, uh, we don't have to play that Tuesday where it's like the, the 11 versus 14 matchup where they go play mm-hmm. five games or whatever, an extra game, even more so, because I think we'll be in the top, you know, eight seats. We'll at least have one one out of the rest, and, mm-hmm. and that's been done quite a bit. And we're kind of a team. You think that once we get on a streak, like we can get hot, and kind of figure it out, and really play. Uh, like we could do that, you know. And some teams, maybe like Tennessee, Kentucky, um, maybe you know, LSU, they've already locked up a spot, and they won't be as uh, you know desperate to really play, you know, as much as we are. But that's a long way from now. I hope we keep winning. But you know, that season's a long way from over still. A lot, a lot of. Uh, reasons to keep tuning in oh yeah oh yeah no we're in the hunt you know there's a chance and uh you know i'm excited it, it, it didn't you didn't feel this way you know when you were at this point in football last year so if, if you're a razorback fan hey you're a fan of the podcast you know i know you're excited because i'm excited tim's excited and it's it's a it's a good year, man. It's a good year for Razorback basketball. You know, Coach Anderson is making it fun. Yeah, and a young team, so you're seeing these and um, kind of just you know find the find the things we're doing right because we are doing some things right. Oh yeah, um, and I think so. if we have a, a situation, you know, where uh, maybe we don't make you know to the dance or we don't make it that far, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. That the next year is going to be a special year, and I can't, oh, yeah. I, I, I can't see us at least not being in the NIT this year. You know, yeah, just the way I think this kind of coming together, that'll be some valuable experience. Oh yeah, for all these, all these guys. That's no slouch thing think... to do. You know, I mean, who are we oh, going, no. who are we going to miss next year? Uh, uh, oh goodness. That's it. So I mean, everybody else is I everybody mean, else is coming back. So think about that. That's gonna, be, yeah. that's gonna be big, man. Yeah, knowing how to play the system, um, like the defense, like you said, it improves or uh, kind of reading the traps and reading and the, the way Cheney's improving to come back yeah, next a, year after yeah. all that off oh, oh, yeah, more weight year. room and stuff. His his body, he's just physically gifted. So imagine a offseason weight room really beating up, and he's gonna be. He's gonna like be a, a beast. I think I'm kind of comparing him to this Greg Williams at Tennessee. He's a four year guy, but now you know he's always kind of a bigger body guy, six 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 seven. You know, mm-hmm. slowly. Came, I don't. I think Cheney was better as a freshman, but he's kind of came on, and now he's scoring. He's had games where he scored forty points, and you know, probably player of the year in the SEC, and this is the kind of guy that. 
the Cheney can be. Um, so he's really he's man, yeah he's and then Joe of course I don't I don't you know he's uh, I think he's a, a guy that's going to be here for a while you know he's not an mm-hmm. NBA guy <laughs> obviously yeah. right now so he's going to get the belts and get and he'll and he's a skinny guy so he's going to bulk up. And yeah, they're all going to go like guy transfer out on you or something like that. Oh, no, all these guys, because, um, uh, you know, Seals, Isaiah Joe, and uh, Ethan, actually, so they're not power forward 24 who's going to develop into, he was Arkansas player of the year even over Seals and Joe. So he's got a lot of potential. Um, he's kind of, but he's kind of wrong. So this team is, I mean, this is, I mean, we're, we're going to keep this <laughs> Uh, this thing, we're not going anywhere. So that's what kind of makes this year fun the rest of the way. Can I see, okay, these guys are developing because we're going to be, uh, I think we're going to be kind of, I don't know if we'll be number one in a couple years, but, you know, it's kind of like Tennessee. Just grow these guys, keep them here. Um, but, yeah, oh, yeah, and then also just still, uh, um, redshirting this semester kind of came early, and he'll be, he's a, been committed to the Hogs for three years, so, and and he played with Sills Henderson and Joe too. So a lot of chemistry. He's done a lot with those guys lately. They've been playing with each other in AAU ball things and summer ball for a long, you know for a long time. So this mm-hmm. team's staying together. And I think um, I think we good things when you see them compete on the road together. I think that's a good sign that they're uh, a team. You know, got good chemistry. Yeah, I totally agree with that. So I think we got a good chance to beat LSU. I mean, that's that that's my. Uh... You know that's my thing there. Do I mean? Do we need to go go over more? Uh, I think that's I'm good on. Uh, I'm good on okay. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I guess you want to do a you know a prediction or sure. Um, kind of gave my cards away. I guess already. So, yeah, yeah um, been no, I think this. we're gonna win this whole time. So I'm kind of interested <laughs> in what you're fixing to come out with. <laughs> Well, I can't help it. Um, <laughs> gosh, I, I keep I, I should learn by now. Let Arkansas prove it, but I'm talking myself into it just because. I mean, if we would have beat our LSU at home, if we would have beaten that first game, I, I would have probably said LSU was going to get us. But I think, kind of based off that fact and some other variables that we talked about, I think I'm going to have to go Hogs. Um, I'm going to go 86 to uh, 82. Taking the Razorbacks. Yeah, I can't help it. I should learn by now. But. <laughs> 86 to 82. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think I'm going to go... Uh, goodness. LSU, 88, Arkansas, 94. Oh, so Arkansas winning, 94, 88. Just taking it and being like, "Here's some payback, bitch." Oh yeah, I like it because that's like one of those slap contests you see on the internet where one guy just slaps somebody, another one just knocks them out. (laughs) I like that. I like that. I like that a whole lot. Yeah, that's gonna be. I'm excited for the game tomorrow. I think I'm looking forward to it. It's kind of a that's kind of a big game. I mean, I'm excited about the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl, but I'm kind of I'm been more pumped up about this Razorback game because I see kind of some momentum on the season. So awesome! Oh, pick. Yeah, and I hate awesome LSU. Pick. I mean, I can't yeah. stand them, man. Like, and they shouldn't be unless they got Jack 
or about 10, 15 years ago, and they had big baby Davis and tires. They, they've never, they're never really that good. Or Pete Maravich, but you know they have every twenty years or so they have a solid team. So they shouldn't be better at us. So. Bunch of corn dogs down there, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you know that's we just need to go down there and handle our business, eat a couple corn dogs, and come on back home. Oh yeah. Wow, I can't believe there's we got even preview. That was that was exciting. Good, I'm fired up now. I thought, man, I talked myself into this. Oh, we still got another game. I <laughs> um, ain't got yeah. into Vanderbilt yet. Oh yeah, well they are. Right. I wrote some things down. I tried to watch them, but they're not. Uh, they've been struggling this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but all right, um, so Vanderbilt. Let's see here. They're uh, they're nine and eleven, zero oh and seven in conference on an eight game losing streak. So uh, and they got tomorrow they play at Missouri. So that's a kind of I don't know. I expect Missouri to win, um, but that's kind of a battle of trying to stay out of the cellar for them. Um, but uh, kind of one thing kind of jump out or not jump out, but you know, uh, uh, for Vanderbilt. They lost Darius Garland, who's a lead scorer, still on their on their team stats. Mm-hmm. Lead scorer, sixteen point two game, but he got hurt in the fifth game. Um, he's a, he was a big five star, uh, kind of you know gonna. I think he's already said he's not coming back. He's just gonna go ahead to the NBA. Um, so <laughs> ever since he went down, you know they started off four and zero, and then I think lost to Kent State after he. In that game that he went out in, and they've just been haven't been very good since. Mm-hmm. He went on the road, won at Southern California, Alcorn State won, Liberty won. Then Kent State, when he got the loss, beat Savannah State, lost to NC State, beat Middle Tennessee, beat Arizona State, lost at Kansas State, beat mm-hmm. Tennessee State, beat UNC Asheville, and then they started SEC play and. And have lost everything since. So they've played Ole Miss, Georgia, Kentucky, South Carolina, Mississippi State, Tennessee. Gosh. Oh, and that Tennessee all state, man, is that home and they lost in overtime. Um they I did I will say they got um, they got BS by uh, the rap um, um Grant Williams for Tennessee. Uh, made me dislike Tennessee even more. because uh, they uh, flopped Grant Williams flopped who the need to big body got flopped. Uh, kind of fell over on his own and uh, when Vanderbilt had the lead and they were secured up to over a number of their rivals in one Tennessee. And in the last two games, they've gotten beat by about 30. So. And here's the thing. Let's just let's just look, compare apples to apples here real quick. Like, the way I like to do it is uh, <clears throat> Georgia beat the crap out of them. And we beat the crap out of Georgia, which means we're going to really beat the crap out of Vanderbilt. So... I think we're just going to go in there and blow through this puppy. Yeah, I, I suspect. I don't think um, they just haven't. They just haven't came together uh, since that big injury. They got, you know, they're they're tall. They've got some talent, but um, uh, uh, they're really kind of awkward to me. They look like, um, mm-hmm. and they and they let the frustration get to them. Out really out for emotion. You know, getting frustrated. For- or the teammates running away or something, really um, letting it kind of show. Um, 
Yeah, in that Kentucky game, I guess you saw that Lee guy look pretty good, you know, and uh, Neesmith, so. Yeah, so their lineup is uh, Lee, 6'2 guard, number zero. And they got Nesmith, 6'6 forward, number 24. Uh, and they got Ryan, 6'8, number 32. And then they got Chateau, 6'10 and 4. He was really good coming out of high school. He's been mm-hmm. tall, lanky, kind of awkward. Uh, Wetzel, 6'10 forward. Uh, those are starters. Um, and Saban Lee's definitely been their best player since. Uh, Garland went down 13 and a half points a game. Um, uh, Chateau, uh, 12 and a half points a game. Uh, Lee rebounder at seven and a half. Um, Nesmith averaging about 10, Ryan about nine. They got a couple guys off the bench toys, a six, seven guard, four, or uh, senior Evan six two guard Moyer six eight four Brown six eight four, so they got some length, but um, they're kind of slow. They can rebound. Um, no, Kentucky was really. I mean, they were just dominating the paint for a couple minutes. <laughs> a little bit I watched. Um, they can't. If we, we we don't need to start slow again, obviously. But they're getting these top ends up because I know. Um, kind of even heard Bryce Drew, Vanderbilt's coach, say go rogue on offense if they get behind and just make it worse. So if we get up by 10 15, they're just they're going to go um, do their own thing, not playing their sets and playing their offense, jack up shots and not play, um, you know, command their motion. Um, so that's a great chance for us to uh, to win. I mean, especially if we win tomorrow, get a little going. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think that I think we could definitely win this puppy. And you know, the team's kind of a small team. Uh, they don't produce a lot of points. Uh, they played slow. Um, just I don't know. Just they just didn't seem to gel. Like they didn't have good communication. It didn't seem like. But it could just been that you know they were playing Kentucky. So yeah, I mean Kentucky's been uh, pretty solid, but also at Oklahoma. Deep at 31. I don't call I don't think they'll be a tournament team, but, but just getting deep mm-hmm. at 30 a couple times in a row after that most. But I mean, I guess they're good enough to almost beat you know, Tennessee, but that is kind of a rivalry, uh, you know, campus I, in the, within I'll tell you a couple this. hours. Yeah, I'll tell you this. I hope that they go over there and just beat the piss out of Missouri because I don't I like Missouri at all. And uh, I don't know. I can deal with Vanderbilt a little better than Missouri. Especially since they're full of all those super smart kids and all that, you know. So. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, it seems like we, you know, beat them a lot of the times in any of the sports. I can't really. There's no big like man. If we that Vanderbilt game really sticks in my crawl after ten years, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I definitely, I, I definitely agree with you. Um. <clears throat> And then if they, yeah. you know, then they come in hot-headed, you know, feeling good, just beat Missouri, you know, and then they just take a, whip, you know, a whipping. Oh, yeah. That's all. Especially if we win in LSU, I think we'll be high in a good way coming at home. And if they uh, went and beat, you know, Alabama and Florida right after and Auburn, I'd, I'd be happy with all those wins, too. I really don't care about the Tennessee. Vanderbilt. Yeah, they could, they could win. Yeah, they could win the rest of the <laughs> games after they win tomorrow against Missouri, and they can the rest of the game. But um, yeah, I mean, gosh, in that in that Kentucky game, they started off the game as two layups, so they really 
I mean, it's, I mean, they came back and battled a little bit, but then it got just, I think it was 44 to 15 and a half time. Mm-hmm. But on defense, they'll play kind of switch and help man and also play some zone. They were trying to play some zone against Kentucky. They were all the point for Kentucky was um, in the paint, and then I think they gave up three. They gave, wrote down they gave up space for threes. So they, Kentucky mm-hmm. just had a wide open. I don't know. They are just kind of backed up off of them. So they will have some wide open shots when he knocked that home. Um, I think they're the point guard Lee. Um, he's the only guy that likes to get out and run. But uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, I think. I mean, they had twenty trimmers versus Kentucky. Uh, their offense plays long, high post, extended a lot. They still a lot of uh, dribble drive up top, all screens. But um, I think Gafford should have a big day, and um, I think we can win this thing. I think this is one of these games where we can go out there and just play the way we want to play, play our game and just win it. Just, you know, be a nice, smooth, easy win for the Razorbacks. And, you know, after all the games we've played and all these tough, you know, games we've been a part of, I think we deserve, you know, a game like this. We can go in there, you know, and kind of just breeze through. But I hope the guys aren't, you know, overlooking it either, you know. But, you know, I don't think they are because the team's so young. You know, they got to really, you know, fight for every win. So, I don't think they'll overlook this game at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Especially the, since we've already lost four games at home. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I like a great point. I mean, they're young. I don't think they're – they know they're not good enough yet. And they're trying to get better. So, I think um, even if we do beat they'll shoot tomorrow, kind of get a little thing going. I think kind of know how to we're trying to still battle in the race. Every we like to play catch up. We need every win we can. But yeah, I think this is a great shot to kind of get on the, kind of get some momentum. Because um, even after Vanderbilt, we played South Carolina and Missouri road games. But like you're saying, we played pretty good on the road. So I mean, if we get these two um, next next episode of this podcast, we I mean we are going to get some over high hopes. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, no, I'm excited. Um, so, do we got anything else to say? I mean, we talked about all their guys, didn't we? Yeah, I know. There's not, just not a whole lot. I mean, They're just really... not a real impressive team. I mean, from what I saw, you know. I know yeah, I'm looking yeah. at their schedule. They're just not a real, you know, impressive team. They played a tough game against Tennessee, but, you know, couldn't pull it out. You know, just not... Uh, Nothing impressive at all. No, no wins where you're just like, oh, wow. Vanderbilt went over yeah. and whipped them, you know. Maybe the USC yeah. win, maybe. I don't But I don't know. Are they even good this year? Uh, all right. They got the old Florida Gulf Coast coach, but he hadn't been able to turn it on here. Um, but and that was with that Garland guy. So that was a whole different team when their best player was when they had him on the team. So that was, I wouldn't even, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was their only, that's been their only road win. Oh, yeah, so. that's right, that coach up there. And we saw their Florida Gulf Coast games this year. Good Lord. <laughs> so it's... I need to hire them another he, coach. <laughs> yeah, he might need, he might, once he loses, he might just go back there. Yeah. Get that relationship back. Um, <laughs> but this is kind of the bad It's kind of like, you know, the win's going to be good. I'm not going to take it for, I'm not going to take any win for granted, especially conference win. But I lost hurt more than a, you know, and, mm. you know what I mean? Like, if we lost the Vanderbilt, it would be like, wow, I mean, we got a lot of, <laughs> we're going to definitely gonna have to make a big upset since I have a chance. But something yeah. we just got to take care of business. 
Um, yeah, it'd be a tough loss if we lost against Vanderbilt. I wouldn't. I don't want to say that. That's for sure. Yeah, so, I don't. I don't think we will. What? Uh, you want to throw a prediction out there on this thing? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, let's see. I'll go. I'll go 88 to 68 hogs. 88, 68 hogs. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 103 to 73 Razorbacks. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. It's about time we get back to hundreds. About time everybody gets at the same time. You know, like we haven't had a game where just everybody's clicking. So, man, we're due for a bunch in a row, but especially at home, man. That would mm-hmm. be something else to see. Just where everybody's hitting, Jones is hitting, Joe's hitting, Gafford has a big day, and Seals, and Andrew Simpson's hitting. You know, Channing's having a big monster game down the line. I don't see why it couldn't be. Um, yeah, no, I think we, starts we definitely of, have yeah. the talent to do it. And this is definitely the type of team we could do that against. So, if we play our game, we play hard, fast, you know, lots of steals, lots of rebounds, you know, good defensive game like we've been playing, and we hit our shots, we're going to be good. Yeah. Oh, totally agree. Yeah, I like, I like the predictions. Yeah. I think we both kind of, kind of agree that it could be a great chance to you know, um, you know, stretch here. Kind of get us back in the season, really. You know. So, Tim, let's talk real quick about uh, – we talked We talked a little bit about how we thought we were in the hunt for a, uh, a championship. Let's talk about win-losses at this point. How many more games at this point do we need to win to stay in the hunt? Is it still feasible for us? Uh, what are we looking at here? I, mean, I think we're going to have to get to three and four. So we're going to have to um, – I really wanted to steal that Texas Tech game because that means we're going to have to – like tomorrow. I mean, that's a big chance tomorrow road game against a top 25 team. Um, so that would us – if we do that, we go four beat Vanderbilt 5-4. Mm-hmm. So from that point out, I, mean, I don't see there would be any reason we couldn't go 5-5. Um, and That would be halfway through the season by the next episode. So no reason we can't go 5-4 the rest of the way, or especially 6-3 and three, um, to finish off. You know, 10-8 uh, would be okay at conference if we had some good wins against uh, teams, but 11-7 would give us a good chance. We might have to win a couple in the SEC tournament. But just having that chance would be big. But I think we're still going to need to rack up some wins here. Win more than we lose, that's for sure. Absolutely. Well, we only got three ranked teams. So if we can just keep beating the unranked teams, you know, beat even if we drop this LSU, you know, if we if we beat Vanderbilt, we beat South Carolina, we beat Missouri, then we drop, you know, to a good Mississippi State, we beat Auburn, we beat Texas A&M, we drop one to Kentucky. Then to to roll out the end of the year, the only thing we got to do is, you know, win two of these games. Vanderbilt and Alabama, I think, are definite wins. Ole Miss be the cake, you know, topping on the cake. Yeah, I think we'd still we'd probably be right on the bubble. <sighs> Just because we didn't. We wouldn't really have any just huge wins, you know. We really need to at least get 
one of those Auburn and Mississippi State LSU. So if we got to sell LSU win, that would be that would be yeah. Then I feel really talk for sure, huh? I feel really good about that Mississippi State at home, which I already do Saturday night game with Blue Walton. Especially if we can Mm -hmm. battle off some wins here, should be a a great crowd. Um, I think very winnable against Mississippi State. Um, So that'd be one. But if we win tomorrow, it's a big, big. Big, big help just getting momentum back and kind of helping our, um, you know, the net RPI rankings they use, selection committee, kind of getting this. Um, we're sitting at um, check that's sitting at maybe in the 60s. And there, you know, 68 teams go. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, like, you know, teams um, uh, from kind of smaller conferences, uh, the automatic bid goes there. But yeah, we're sitting at almost 60 now. 65. Um, so that's that's still, you know, that's still not bad. I mean, it's still, um, still, this it's still kind of saying, oh, you're, you know, season's not over. That's kind of what it tells me that we can jump up with a win. Because let's say LSU is 16 in the net rankings, uh, Kentucky is 7, um, Auburn's 24, Mississippi State's 26, and some big top 30 opportunities. Ole Miss is 37, um, Alabama's 43, so they're top 50, so a bunch of chances here. A um, bunch of opportunities for us to get build that, get that points up, you know? I oh, think yeah. if we could kind of jump in the top 50, we'd really be in consideration. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, I, I, we still got a chance. Still got a really good opportunity to do it, and we come out with a win. I guess LSU tomorrow, that's going to be huge. So I'm really looking forward to that game. Everybody should be super excited about that game. That's a huge game for us. Anybody that says that, uh, you know, real season doesn't matter anymore because of a, a big tournament at the end, I beg to differ. Oh, yeah, you got you to gotta get to – you got to be good enough to get to the tournament. There's – I mean, you got uh, 350 teams, so it's a battle all season long. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even those like schools like uh, America East, kind of like Vermont, uh, Delaware. I mean, you, you could go twenty and zero, or, or you can go great through the regular season, but then they have to you have to win that conference tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, probably big South conference like that, uh, Atlantic Sun. I mean, so it's a tough. I mean, it's a battle. Uh, this is the fun part. This is the funnest part of a lot of people that don't pay attention to college basketball start paying attention now in February, especially March. And there's a mm-hmm. good reason for that, unless you, you know, you're fans of the team like we are in Arkansas. You know, um, but it's kind of a fun time, and this is where I think, you know, it'll be really fun to, once Arkansas starts winning more, you know, I like to even watch more of the games. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm in a good mood about it. It's like, oh, I'll turn on this, you know, I'll mm-hmm. watch the other games. It'll be a lot easier to preview uh, up the matchups. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's been a few I days bet- where I haven't had that drink, perhaps, because, uh, you know, we've had some wins and stuff, and it's just not, <laughs> then it's, it's depressing, you know. So. No. Especially this time of year because it's winter, you know. Well, you live, it's always nice, but. Oh, but, it's uh, been like 50 degrees, 40 oh, degrees gosh. down here, man. So, it's pretty. So, you know, it's not it's not as warm just like where you're doing, you know, things. It's not as happening outside where there's things going on. Yeah. And so it's like, man, I want to be inside and warm and watch the basketball. So when we're we're losing it's tough you know so um but i think this is kind of a man it's a big game this is like a kind of 
there's still a football game, a big conference football game. It means a lot. It means a lot more than us to pro-LSU. I mean, I mean, I guess they're, you know, trying to keep up in the conference race. Then uh, Tennessee are the only undefeated teams, but they never when they can. But, I mean, I don't know. To me, it's, it means a lot more to us that we it, um, need it a lot worse than they do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. I think we got a great shot. So, well, you know, I think uh, I think we've talked about all of basketball we can talk about. What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm ready to see the court tomorrow. Yeah, so you know, I guess uh, baseball is right around the corner. So uh, as we get closer to baseball, we will start uh, we'll start talking about that. I I don't know what our format's going to be. Well, I'm not obviously not able to break down all the baseball games, you know, but we're definitely going to try to bring you some good baseball coverage, you know. Yeah, and especially this because you know we lost guys from last year, but we got some really good young talent and already loaded, um, still ranked in the, I think you know kind of consensus top twenty. But mm-hmm. we're kind of like you were going to be figuring out the team with some of these early um, early matchups. Or um, kind because of, we start against Eastern Illinois, Stony Brook at home, Charlotte, Louisiana Tech, Western Illinois before we start conference play. Mm-hmm. So that's about a month of games, quite a few games. We're kind of going to figure out the team, be able to watch them, uh, listen to them, which is the best sport to listen to. Uh, uh, baseball, because um, you can be doing other stuff, especially on three game series. You can be out fishing, listening to baseball games. But we're kind of so. Um, I guess really while basketball is still going on, uh, kind of coincides with the non-conference for baseball, so we'll kind of be figuring them out. But going over box scores and talking to them, and kind of a really kind of um, kind of more of a series overview of the game by game, especially for those early non-con matchups. But I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, I totally I'm still agree. basketball mode, but I'll, <laughs> no, I'll, I totally I'll agree with you. Uh, you know, baseball is uh, is really cool, and it is the best sport to listen to. It's a really fun sport where you can you can turn it on and work around the house and do things while it's playing in the background and listen to it. And, and you're not kidding, man. I mean, until you've locked on to a, a shark out in the ocean and you're pulling it in, you know, two three hundred pounder, and you got the baseball game rolling in the in the background. And uh, there's a chance you're going to win the World Series that year. Ain't much better game. Uh, much better time than that. Oh, yeah. That's what I always I like to. Uh, we don't have sharks in Arkansas, but uh, I think while you're doing that, I'll, I guess I'll probably be sitting out in the lake forever listening to the game. And, uh, that's fun. That's to me. You got the barbecue, you know. Like I said, mess around the house and basketball. Well, you you got to be there. You know what I mean? Especially because you, you look up, you're going to miss something. You know, football is obviously king of the sports. Your favorite, my favorite sport. I, I wouldn't miss it down. Um, in basketball, everything happens so fast, so it's tough to you really don't miss anything. But baseball, you know, I mean, you could be doing other stuff and, you know, listen to the here comes the pitch, you know. <laughs> once a, once a, uh, and we got a great radio guy, Wilson. Um, you can tell any kind of baseball and their voices kind of get excited. It's like, oh, I better stop and listen. You know, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It's, yeah. We're gonna be good again. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna be haunted from last year and the whole situation. And, you know, that's one of those things where it's like, come on, just give Nolan this 
you know, court and his uh, his statue. You know, or we wouldn't have to deal with three people watching a ball fall to the ground. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's sure. obviously the curse. You know. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I was. Uh, I guess uh, we're kind of Twitter conversation with one of the Steve Stone who's been around on media for a while, sports and Little Rock, and you know he's talking about it. He sent out this several times in the past. This time on their court, you know, I replied to him, you know, and this we've talked about this before, so we're the first kind of guys to get on this thing about. Uh-huh. That 25th anniversary game against Ole Miss, it's got to be that time when they do it. Oh, yeah. Most people are buying, and then there's some replies of mine. And I, why did they even put me in this? Get, you know, uh, I don't even reply to some Oh, he burned the, no one burned, did this, and pissed off Arkansas coach. It's like, what? What <laughs> the hell are you talking about? He, is, he deserves a statue in the court named after him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Don't ever bring that. Don't ever talk to me about it. He didn't deserve that. My gosh. That's crazy. You can't fix students. Yeah. But I think the majority of people want to see that happen. Yeah, man. I can't believe there would be a following of people that didn't want to see Nolan Richardson in court. I know who they do for. Maybe they're racist. Yeah, definitely. Why else? I mean, it's the only thing I can think of, man. Honestly. Yeah, he was it. a white guy with red hair. I bet he'd get a court named after him. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, that championship meant so much. But now that, you know, man, he's the man. He deserves, he deserves, he deserves it all. Hopefully, your chick makes, makes the right move. Got to. You got to really. make the right move. Especially if you're trying to be a popular AD, you know, and you make this move and it's going to, and your popularity is going to soar. You know. I mean, that, he, I mean, well, just, just that, that team just embodied the parking spirit. You know, always kind of, you know, they were underdogs. They're even underdogs against Duke in the game. You know, just, just embodied the whole spirit of uh, mm-hmm. just man with a tough culmination. Obviously, we haven't. I mean, yeah, we won the track championships. Been great, but uh, that's the last major uh, sport championship. You can't take it for granted how tough it is. <laughs> To go I mean, gosh, and even the next year, the runner-up is a big achievement. But just winning that, it's just a big, just, I mean, something I'll just, just never forget. I mean, we may not win the championship in another major sport. We know how baseball went last year, how tough it is to get there and do that. So, mm-hmm. goodness, actually, yeah, he deserves it all. But. Yeah, well, we're going to win some more championships. I yeah, can play last right around the corner. So, yeah. um, What do you think? About this hockey team, man. They came out Division One and dropped all three games in a row, man. Uh, lost Alabama, lost Alabama, lost Oklahoma. All home games in Springdale. Yeah, it's not been a um, not been a good start to the second semester, um, or at home, especially. Um, they did go on the road. The Colorado Stars. Man, these games at home have been tough. Um, and we talked up the D3 games and the D3 team, and they just lost to Ole Miss three out of four games in yeah. Little Rock. So I don't know if you guys didn't show up to the games in Little Rock 
didn't bang on the glass what it is but that's got to be partly the fans fault four to two four to one when they beat them and old and and springdale three to one you know and then play you know then played another game in springdale it's three to two i mean obviously there wasn't fan support you know yeah, I don't know what's going on. That's not not been good. We're trying to close that. The last call pretty strong. Um, but man, something's just he won. It's been a tough year this year. That's a, that's a tough. Still trying to kind of get adjusted. But he would he would three. You think you would think um, could do better than losing three half four to West. Oh yeah, especially Ben. They're usually a powerhouse team, so. You know they usually usually win the SEC pretty easily. So, but anyway, I guess we got uh, D three's got two more games, and then we're in the SEC tournament, and uh, we are got we got to play Missouri State in two games. Then uh, then it's SEC tournament time for D three hockey. So wow, and it says. It's already done the D three schedule already that we're sitting a matchup versus five Florida in the first game of the tournament. <laughs> That's what it says versus number five Florida. So I guess we already got a bid. We're already in the tournament, which is good. Um and we're playing Florida. So that's you know, that is a good thing. Wait, it should have been nice if we won those old miss games though, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> At least half of them. So I don't know. Yeah, I need to do a SEC tournament hockey bracket. I wonder if they've got it up where we can look at it and kind of see. Oh, yeah, that'd be great if we could do, like, the SEC tournament hockey bracket and fill it out and stuff. Or... Oh, yeah, that'd be, I, would, I was even just, I would like to see just a, I wish I could even see it. <laughs> just see it, you know, see kind of what's our matchup and, mm-hmm. what, you know, what seed are we I hope we get into the regionals and the nationals. I hope we're able to take it all the way to Dallas, Texas this year, win, win a yeah, national championship. Oh, that's right so there by you too, Tim. You can go over for a hockey national championship. That would be pretty, would be pretty awesome. They got D one and D three playing the um, in Dallas. That's pretty cool. That is cool. So, yeah, I don't know. It's D one. They're probably not even getting into anything, are they? I couldn't imagine. I don't look like they have a conference tournament, so I guess you got it. Oh, it doesn't, does it? Oh, that's wild, huh? Ah, I wonder if you just get automatically in or or what to the Nationals. That'd be interesting to know. I'm not sure the rules to that. Yeah, it just looks like in that uh, the conference we're in the WCHL and the D1. We're sitting at six. Six out of eight. This is where we um, need Matt to come on and straighten some things out. I know. It really tell us kind of break down like we're sitting at. I don't know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That would so, be uh, what do you got to what do you got to be to get to the Nationals from the um, or do you got to you know, win the whole the conference to get in the championship or what? Mm-hmm. Well, you'd think you'd have to do something. So, I don't know. Well, I'm excited. I'm definitely excited that uh, the D3's got a good chance and Heck, if if everybody gets a bid, I'm excited. Maybe we could just get lucky, D one, and just blow through the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, they still got every some, game. They still got some uh, big matchups. You know, on the D one page, it says uh, 
uh, you know, Central Oklahoma. Are they really? I apologize. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. Are they a big matchup? <laughs> They're number one in the standings right now, so that's a big matchup tonight and tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, goodness, you think all Central Oklahoma? Well, they're ahead of. That's a big time, and we're down two to three right now. So that's still not so bad. Still got shots. Still got a shot. Still got a chance. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. Though. It's a big time, and this is coming down to the community, man. hockey. <laughs> yeah, I wish I knew a little more about hockey, but I guess we'll learn as we go, won't we? Yeah, we gotta try. You know, I'm sure they should be hot. Trying to keep up. It'd be better if there was a kind of. Uh... Wow, if I lived in Nashville, a hockey tournament. Good. If anybody kind of wants to look, um, kind of see the STCH. S-E-C-H-C dot net is the, um, and uh, well, I can kind of, I've got the uh, uh, bracket out. So, yeah, we're playing Florida, and then we play the winner of um, Georgia and Tennessee uh, that next day. Oh, wow. So we're, the, we're the fourth seed uh, out of eight uh, for that tournament. That's cool. That is awesome. Yeah, that's not <laughs> Boy, bad the at all. Boy, the keeping up with Oh, wow, we got a lot going on, though. Right? Yeah, well, huh? I'll tell you what we uh, we got the nineteen oh nine national championship T shirts on sale right now, so you guys should go go pick that up. Uh, mine came in the mail and threw a picture up on Twitter. I thought it looked good. Uh, it's quality, man. I was worried, like, oh, this is gonna be, you know, what kind of what kind of stuff is this this place gonna put out so i figured i'd buy one just to let the fans know what was going on there man it's 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 top notch i'll tell you uh it, it's that you know it's it's not that kind that's like printed out and then stuck on it's like it's like in the shirt is you know yeah. what i'm saying <laughs> not gonna come off. Not yeah gonna like it's not gonna peel off like it's not that type that peels off it's that type that you know it's like in yeah the, there's some other other stuff on there, I mean, some great stuff. I mean, you got socks, uh, coffee mugs. Uh, you got these women's leggings that look pretty tight hoodies. Uh, <laughs> poster for the office, so really cool. Oh, yeah, man, there's some cool stuff. So, you know, the 1909 National Championship hog call uh, memorabilia is out there. If you buy something, you know, you're going to... Uh, Help us. It gives us a couple bucks. We make $6 off everything on there. No matter what it is. How expensive anything. Hoodie, whatever. I priced it all at 6 bucks. They had some, their prices kind of jacked up, like on the hoodies and stuff. And I was like, eh, mm-hmm. as long as I can get 6 bucks, I'm cool. <laughs> you know? That'll help us keep improving this podcast. It's a great deal. I mean, 20 bucks shipping pretty much things. So that's a, it's hard to find a better. <laughs> 21 yeah. bucks or something better right. hard to find a better deal than that I mean it might be a little like it's something you're going to get at the mall or something you know it's it's good but the thing is it's good quality you know now that I all see right. the quality of it and stuff I don't feel bad for the you know $20 at all like if you're walking through the oh, mall and you, you got a $20 bill in your pocket and you see something you like you're going to pick it up you know so same oh, thing gosh, with the man. shirt you know, like, uh, buying uh, 
Oh, things, but any any kind of sports guy, a Razorback shirt, or you know, Hawk Heaven or wherever is like fish is like twenty five, thirty bucks. I mean, not mm-hmm. even you know, cool, you know, national championship. Um, you know, not everybody, you know, has. I mean, heck, and then you know, music t shirts, people there, all every t shirt twenty five, thirty bucks for this. It's great, great job. I went to a store earlier today, and the old boy goes. I didn't realize they won a national championship in 1909. I was like, sure did. And I turned around, right, to leave, and he was like, hold on, let me see that schedule. He was like, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty decent team. (laughs) So, you know, it's respectable, even from the Florida fans, man. So, Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd say go get you one. That'd be my recommendation. Well, um, what was the other... I sent you a thing earlier today. I thought... Hold on, let me see. Good Lord. Oh, man. Hey, if anybody's got any good suggestions for Super Bowl food or noise, or whatever I was thinking on, eating on, go ahead and tweet it out. Hog Talk Podcast. Give it some Facebook. Always like to hear. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. Now, I, was, I couldn't find what I was looking for. So. I think it's far out of It's uh, the Missouri thing. Uh, kind of talking, touched on that to start off the podcast. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe we should save that for the end, but yeah, pretty big, you know, in the SEC kind of new. Well, you know, I mean, I, I don't like the cheating and no, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I know it's been a wild, uh, it's been a wild day. So, <laughs> I, I don't really know if I got a whole lot else to talk about. You know, when I think about things outside of, uh, outside of, uh, you know, sports realm and stuff like that right now. Yeah, yeah I think that Missouri one was pretty, pretty good. It was a pretty good subject we kind of touched on earlier that would count for that. Yeah. yeah Not right so. related. And I don't want to get into politics again and stuff and all that. <laughs> Every once in a while, you know, it's fun to do that. You can't do it all the time. Yeah. Well, I guess that's good, it then. Good podcast, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, I think we had a really good one. I'm really excited. Everybody's tuning in tomorrow. Everybody has a good weekend and beyond. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I hope everybody has a wonderful weekend. And I just got to say, go Hogs. Woo, big suey. Back to the Hog Call Podcast.